everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber, and today we're going to talk about strengthening your no muscle and not doing anything in dating from a place of guilt or obligation. Before we get into that, I want to share with you my free guide called Copy and Paste Texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky, and the link for that is in the show notes. It's an eight-page guide with literal copy-paste texts and everything you need to know about that situation in order to communicate confidently and effectively. Also, if this work is resonating with you and you would love to work together in a more personal way, I have a coaching program called From Dating to Exclusive, where I teach you everything you need to know about building your confidence internally so that you can show up confidently in dating and learn how to attract people without playing games. So if you would like to save yourself some time and some pain and enjoy the process of dating more, check out the link in the show notes to learn more about working together. Lastly, I just want to say thank you so much for the reviews. I've been checking them every day and now we're up to 190 reviews on the American site for Apple iTunes. And I never expected so many comments about my giggle. So thank you (laughs) for everybody commenting on my soothing voice and my giggle that you apparently really enjoy. And yeah, I've never heard that before, but I'm glad that you're enjoying me laughing to myself in a room alone. (laughs) If you would like to review, you can do so on the Apple Podcasts app. Search for Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast like you're looking for a new podcast. Then click it, scroll down, and you'll see a review section where you can write a review. And I really, really love reading them, and thank you so much. Okay, so let's talk about strengthening your no muscle, why this is important, and all of the different nuanced ways that that can show up for women in particular. So... This comes up with clients pretty much every week in different ways. So I'll give you a few examples. One would be thinking that if you want to say no or end something or not do something, you have to give the person a really good reason why. So for example, if you don't want to continue dating somebody, you feel like you need to explain yourself to the point of the other person agreeing with you. Like your no isn't valid until the person also agrees that it can be a no or they are somehow able to make peace with it. Another way that this shows up for women is sexually. So when you're dating somebody, something that I've heard from a lot of women is that they feel if they're saying no or delaying it because they don't feel ready, that they are teasing the person or leading them on. So we have different rules around this, like you can't just make out with somebody and then not have sex, or you need to have sex within a certain amount of dates, or you need to have sex because they want to have sex. And so many women feel a lot of pressure around that, and then it's not coming from the authentic place of listening to when they feel ready to do that. It's about guilt and obligation, and what the other person wants from them. Another way that this can show up is spending your time, energy, and money on connections that you know are not right for you. 
So for example, today I had a session with a client and she shared that she had a two hour date where she felt really drained after. And we were talking about it and what kept her on that date for two hours. And I asked her, how long into the date did you know that it wasn't a fit? And she said, honestly, like 15 minutes in. And so she felt guilty and obligated and felt like she needed to make it worth the other person's while by staying on the date or just felt guilty or uncomfortable to say no and get off the date. The big problem with this is that the more time you invest, the more energy you invest, the more guilty you feel. So then after the two hour date, you're like, I can't just spend two hours with somebody and then not text them. And then you're texting them and you're like, well, we've been texting for a week now. I can't just not see them again. That would be so uncalled for. And then you see them again and it keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper where the more you invest, the more you feel guilty for walking away or saying no. Another way that this can show up is making excuses for behaviors that don't feel good for you or that you don't enjoy in another person. So for example, if you went on a date and it just wasn't that fun, and if you're being honest, you wouldn't really want to spend more time with the person, then you gaslight your feelings, (laughs) you gaslight yourself by saying, well, they were probably just nervous and I should give it more time. And you just dismiss your desires and your feelings in that connection in order to please the other person and give more to the other person. And lastly, another way that this people pleasing can show up is when other people put a lot on you emotionally and you become kind of their caregiver or you kind of adopt a therapist role in that connection that you never asked for and is honestly not fun for you and puts a lot of heaviness and responsibility on you that you don't want to have in a reciprocal dating connection. And then it just adds to that guilt around leaving the connection because the person without your permission trusted you with all of this heavy stuff and got into all of this heavy stuff that you actually didn't really want to get into. Okay, so I just wanted to share all of those examples because this can show up in such a variety of ways. And almost everybody is guilty of being a little bit of a people pleaser in dating no matter what. So I'm sure that everybody will benefit from working out that no muscle. Now, the reason why it's really important to have a strong no muscle is because when you're operating from guilt and obligation and the heaviness that that brings, it really weighs down your dating experience and makes you not want to date anymore. (laughs) And so then you notice that you want to quit dating or you just feel really exhausted and drained by the process because you're doing so many things that you don't want to be doing. So let me offer you just a few tips and perspective shifts and tools to strengthen your no muscle. So the first tip for you is to understand that you never need somebody else to agree with you for your no to be okay. So you don't need the other person to get on board, to understand, to agree, to be on the same page at all for it to be okay for you to say no or to walk away. Often when we're on the receiving end of somebody else's no, 
it takes us some time to process that and we can't immediately get on board no matter how many reasons they give us or how much they explain it. So it's best to just give somebody the no and then allow them to go through that process on their own and in their own time. Tip number two, the only way to lead someone on is when you actually know that you're a no, but you keep investing in the connection. So let's take the example of feeling pressured sexually to say yes when you're not ready yet and feeling like you're leading the person on if you don't say yes. The only way that you're leading somebody on sexually is if you actually know that you don't want to have sex with them and you're not attracted to them, but you keep dating them, making out with them, and spending time and energy on them. That is leading someone on when you know that it's a no, but you keep going. But when you're in a place of just not feeling ready for it yet, or even in a place of I don't know yet, like I'm still exploring this connection, I don't know if I want to go to that place yet, then that's not leading somebody on. So you don't have to rush yourself to get there in order to not lead them on because you're not leading them on in the first place. Number three, you have the right to end a date at any point in time and it's okay if the person is surprised. So often when we're wanting to end a date or we kind of know we want to get out of a situation, we feel like we have to do it in the most smooth, perfect way possible to avoid all discomfort, awkwardness, or any shock from the other person. But it's okay if it's a little bit awkward. And I'd rather it be a little bit awkward for the both of you than for you to spend time, energy, and money continuing to date somebody where you don't want to be there. Because again, that's really taking away from your dating experience. And remember that as awkward as that little interaction is in the moment, it's much kinder to not waste their time and spend more of their money or um, get more of their hopes and dreams up about the connection with you than it is to lead them on by continuing the date. The next tip is to pay more attention to how it feels and how they're showing up versus why they're showing up that way. Now, this is for the early stages of dating. If you find yourself already within a few dates making excuses every time like, okay, I guess he was just really nervous and that's why I really didn't have a good time. He has a lot going on and that's why we can't make plans. He was just really hungry and that's why he was kind of rude, (laughs) right? So if you're making all of those excuses, um, you're focused too much on the why and not enough on Ultimately, I just don't really like the way this person is interacting with me or I don't like the way that I feel around this person and just honoring that. Why somebody is rude to you is not as important as the fact that they're rude to you or why you don't have that much fun is not as important as the fact that you guys just don't have that much fun together. And it's probably the case that both of you are capable of having a lot more fun with other people. And last tip for all the caregiving, people-pleasing, nurturing, extreme compassionate people out there (laughs) is to refuse to adopt the role of caregiver or therapist. So for example, if somebody's getting really into the details about their 
ex experience, that might be something that you uncover in time with somebody, but especially within the first few dates, they can talk about that with their friends, um, or they can talk about that with a mental health professional, but not with you because that's not fun for your dating experiences to rehash things about their ex on your date. <laughs> like that's probably not how you want to be spending your time. So at any time, whether it's about the ex or something else really heavy that they're kind of just wanting to vent to you about or get your perspective on or just get your deep listening ear on, feel free to redirect the conversation and ask another question or just don't follow your natural urge to probe further. And ultimately, if they're still always bringing things back to something heavier, wanting to put something emotional on you, you can just tell them um, and call them out on it and say like, hey, um, as much as I want to know everything about you at some point and I want to dive into these topics, I would love it if the first few dates were just about getting to know each other and having fun and um, there are just certain topics that I think are deeper and maybe better for us to dive into when we have more of an established connection. So I really hope that you all focus on strengthening your no muscle because I've had several clients um, share with me that they were avoiding aspects of dating because they were giving too much or they were in situations that felt very uncomfortable to them because they didn't feel like they could say no. So for example, one person told me that she just feels exhausted by dating and needs to take a break. And then we uncovered it's because she keeps going on these long dates where people open up to her because she's a very compassionate person, but they're not reciprocal. And then she feels really exhausted by the end of them. Or another person shared with me that she was avoiding going on dates because when people pressured her to have sex or to move things forward and she didn't want to, she didn't feel like she could say no in a way that the person would understand. And that was clear. So then people would just kind of continue or be pushy. And then she would just go along with things that she wasn't comfortable with. And so I hear, again, I hear so many versions of this from so many women, and I think it's so not fair. You deserve to have a lot of fun in your dating experiences and to feel energized by the process of dating. And when we're not able to uphold those boundaries, then it takes that experience away from us. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that you can apply these tips. And again, if you are interested in learning more about my program from dating to exclusive, I would be happy to share all about that with you and to get to know you on a dating diagnosis consultation call. The link for that is in the show notes. Have a great day. Bye.